Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Catherine. I see we have Meg here. Let's let's welcome Meg and everyone hey. else. Hi there, Meg. <laughs> Good. Wonderful. Well, hello from around the world to our Blog Talk channel panel program. And today is September 11, 2016. And our program today is entitled Spiritual Security, Being at Peace in a Transitioning World, number 23, A Show of Unity. And I'll read our description for today's program. Worrying and anxiety have become normal in our everyday life. However, fear-based indicators have no value in the new era we are embracing and co-creating. Ashtar comes to help us replace inner worry with absolute certainty of love, ease, safety, and security. Wonderful. I look forward to this. So everyone, let's energize our pillars of light to come together for our show today. See and let sparkle bright the blue diamond in your brain, the pink diamond in your heart, the white diamond in your solar plexus. See the pillar of light that connects them strong, bright, very clear. Reach up with your light and lovingly grab hands and connect with the honey love coming from our mother and father God. And feel it pouring down your pillar into every cell. Reach down with your beautiful, clear light to anchor deep into the core of our planet, Terra. Feel her love coming up through your pillar into your heart. Expand and connect with all of your lightworker family around the globe. And expand and connect. And feel our connection between us all. We are one. Thank you, family. A particular thank you to all the letters and emails that you're sending of support and gratitude and your stories. We really enjoy reading them. They lift our hearts and help us know 
what our messages mean to you. And especially thank you for your generous donations. They keep us going in every way. Let's bring on Catherine and Christine. Hello, family. Hi there. And thank you for coming from your conference to talk with us. Hey, Meg. Hey, everybody. Okay. Hi, everybody. It's Catherine. So we have a very exciting show. I'm just going to begin. We talked with Ashtar about this, and he asked if I would just talk a little bit about living with anxiety and stress and worry and how that has just become such a way of life for so many of us that we hardly even realize that that's what we're doing. But I've been doing some deep diving, as I've told you all, and I was I was looking at this. Um, anxiety thing as I was walking the dog this morning and I felt some butterflies starting and I went okay let's look at this and I realized that it always starts in my solar plexus and I went hmm how interesting that the place that derails me and us is the place is the chakra that is the will of God. That's where I feel my will that connects with God, not my little will, but my higher will, where I feel that it's my, that I'm here to live the love that God is and to feel it in me and in my actions and in my life. So I know you've all experienced that. But when I get anxious, it really discombobulates me. I get all confused, and I start thinking of all kinds of um, strategies and ways to feel better, and I get all tangled up in desperate measures of one kind or another. Now, we all develop strategies. We have ways of trying to deal with these things. But as I looked at them, I realized they're all programs, just programs. And how clever of the Anunnaki to put in a system, to help us learn a system that would just put us into a loop that feels like you are overwhelmed or can't get out of it or it's beyond you or all those things. So I've been practicing to, instead of focusing on the anxiety, because then, of course, it just gets worse, we reach instead for mother and father, just as we did with our pillar, and I declare myself a child of God. And when I do that, it subsides. And I feel a sense of peace, just as I'm doing now. I'm reaching for mother and father. I had felt some butterflies and churning, and now I reach, and there they are. And it feels peaceful. So I did that this morning, and as I was walking, 
I started to see the programs that I had been running. I started to see how I'd expressed this in my life, how the anxiety had really interfered with expressing my will and especially expressing my dreams. You know, the other day Mother said to us, this prosperity is for you. It's for you to experience and enjoy. I thought a lot about that, and I realized that I had created a kind of separation between being of service, which I thought of as doing all the fun and enjoyable things that will touch others and and express my love. And then, on the other hand, there was my dream. So, for me, these are just my examples, but you'll have your own. For me, my dream was, oh, after the RV and the prosperity, we'll see others being set free. And and my dreams were, oh, being on a beach and feeling a sense of rest and peace and or skiing in new powder and feeling the exhilaration and the thrill of being free and realizing it's the qualities of those dreams that are the expression of love and i can do both I can be of service to others and also have my dream. The quality of seeing others free, of feeling free myself, of being deeply at peace within myself, that's the real dream. And it it's odd to me now that I really hadn't understood that I could do both at the same time. My dream is not just what I think about in meditation or on special occasions. It's it's the will. It's the will that I interfere with when I feel anxiety. So in place of my dream, I had placed anxiety. Well, no more. We're going to hear a lot of good things from Ashtar today that I can't wait to hear. I know it's going to be very helpful. So, Meg, you're on the line. I bet Mm -hmm. you have an example of this kind of thing. I know we always share these things, and, and our examples are always helpful to others. Are you there, Meg? I am here. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Yes, we can. Okay, great. Yeah, I was thinking of this too. Thank you for your story. That was hearing it. You describe it in that way. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at that. That's very interesting. I, I'm traveling out of town, and so I was just picking something that I experienced this weekend, and about how I live with a state of anxiety that I don't know, and sometimes being in a different place will highlight it. Pumping gas at night on a trip and 
it was nine or 10 o'clock at night. And before I got out of my car, I started looking around for, am I safe? And I realized that I do that all the time. And um, even when I'm living on the farm and it's a working farm and trucks and things will come by at 10, some 10 o'clock at night, I'll go to the window and I'll look out and say, do I know that truck? Do I not know it? Who's there? What are these noises? And I think I noticed I have a, a set of acceptable noises that run that I'm aware of that are safe. And then if I hear a noise that's not in that acceptable range of what I experience as my safety, I have an alert. Well, Mm -hmm. I can't have an alert without knowing that I must run this all the time, this awareness of acceptable noises around me that mean I am safe. So if I'm to have an alert of noises means I'm not safe means I must run this all the time. And how much that must interfere with my ability to be <laughs> at peace. I can't. Oh, I can't run. That's one. Mm-hmm. I can't run this screen of awareness of am I safe, am I not safe with a noise and be at peace. And um, how much how much do I play around that? You know, and so it just stood out this weekend when I was traveling and went, gosh, that's an easy example, but I must do that all the time. So that's what stood out for me that was made me aware that we I must run a, lo, a, a level of anxiety on many levels all the time. Hmm. Yeah, that's a such a vivid example. And it seems so, you know, every day, the kind of stuff we we do just so we think we're making ourselves safer. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure everyone listening ha- is running their own examples in their mind and looking at their lives and going, oh, there's one, there's one. Yep. We are mm-hmm. going to <laughs> put a flag on those things and leave them behind. Okay, Christine is here. Meg, would you like to bring in Ashtar? I would love to. To you, because they love your introductions. (laughs) Well, we haven't had Ashtar visit for a while, so I am particularly going to enjoy his visit. Welcome, dear brother Ashtar. We are so glad you're here with us today. Mm. Thank you, Meg. Thank you, everyone. So good to see your bright, shiny selves all gathered here as a family across this wide world. Yes. Today I wanted to talk about exactly what Catherine and Meg have been describing. A kind of anxiety, stress, fear that has become such a complete part of everyday life that it's no longer recognized as that, but instead as just seen as being normal. I'm here to remind you today that this is not normal. Now, what is normal based on? 
Well, it is the being that you truly are, a being of light and love. And stress filling your body, anxiety playing a part in all of your choices and decisions and thoughts is not only not normal to you, but it will have no place as we move forward into the bright days ahead. We have been bringing you so many truths, each one simple and each a key to the kingdom. Here's what's magical about this set of keys to the kingdom. You may even choose just a single one of these keys, and it can take you all the way. You don't have to memorize the whole list, work on it all at once. You can see which one catches your attention, which one makes you feel, I can do that. That so rings true to me. I'm going to do that one. And if you hold fast to it, it's enough to bring you all the way through. Through to where your ascension becomes a lot less of the heavy lifting and a lot more of the enjoying. So let's get started. As I said, many of these we've been saying to you. So there will be quite a few times you'll say, oh, and today we're looking at it through you being so safe and secure, so wrapped in love, so full of easy peace and true joy that anxiety, fear, worry, concern no longer play a part in your day. Now, that is not far-fetched. You are capable of that now. So here we go. You know this one. It's what Catherine herself just said. You are a child of God. God. God is in you. You are in God. God. You are as God. Yes, as you let that sink in. You can realize that alone immediately displaces worry and fills you with ease. It is enough to call on mother and father to put your hand in theirs. It is enough to walk like that, more than enough. Also, To feel truly safe and secure, you must remember you have a life plan. Everybody has a life plan. Now, here's the difference between 
remembering you have a life plan and not remembering. All right, let's say you get on the roller coaster and it's your first time. Now, if you know the roller coaster is simply a fun ride at the amusement center and it's been built on all kinds of safety factors, then even if you're nervous, you can have a thrilling time because you know you'll go on the ride and return safe and you will have been safe all along and you will have just had a big laugh and a thrill. Now, if you don't remember you have a life plan, it's like getting on that roller coaster and not understanding it's safe. Every moment would be beyond terror. So to really accept that you have a plan for your life, that you chose. Yes, we all worked on our life plans together when we incarnate, especially whoever is on the surface of earth at this important time. Because you had so many things you still wanted to learn, experience, wrap up, karmas you wanted to conclude, and service you wanted to offer. But your life plan lets you know this could be thrilling and this could feel a little crazy and out of control at times, but I know already I end up at the station safe and I will have been safe all along. Once you really get this, you may live relaxed. Next, you have a team, an enormous team, (laughs) each and every one of you. You have family watching over you constantly from across the thin, thin veil. You have guardians, a guardian angel. You have a set of guardians that look after you. You have Galactic Federation of Light team members. You have angelic team members. You have an exquisite team of healers, as we have let you know about the Arcturians and others. You have mentors. You have a body elemental. You have quite the entourage, day and night. You are never alone for a moment. So along with this life plan, you have a team to ensure that you are assisted, supported, loved, helped. It really turns the perspective of this whole thing as something to experience with richness. And no matter what things seem like, to experience them from knowing and peace. Next. You need to set your intentions and then live free from stress. Now, you say, Ashtar, I've done this. This is not the first time I've heard this. I've been setting my intentions since 1982. Like, what? What do you mean, set my intentions? 
Well, first of all, I would point out how successful your intentions are. The new day has dawned. You have been wholly successful. But it's remembering this. You don't even really need that much faith or even to rely on faith if you remember you have a team and a life plan and you are a child of God. But also, your intentions are your guide. Let's look at it in a simpler way. Get a motto. You don't have to have fancy words. Just mean it from your heart. Here's a couple of the ones the family around here use. In everything they do, they say, for the greatest good of all. Then they let go. And they realize that whatever's unfolding must be unfolding in a way that will result in the greatest good of all. Because that is their unwavering intention. Another one. This is a favorite of Christine's. We've all laughed at many times. Any being coming to me is announcing to God that they choose the light of God in all things. <laughs> That way, when some of the ones that she's worked with through the portal or anybody shows up incarnated in a body or non-corporal, doesn't matter, she already has a standing understanding with them, which is, oh, you're here to report to God that you would love to be filled with God's light. Now, it can also be just a real simple one. The family has one rule. No hurting yourself or others. It is the only rule they have in the home. (laughs) Imagine what results you would get if you would just strive to live by this one rule. So your intentions can be something that can work as your rudder all the time. Now, I'm also going to suggest changing your hobby from anxiety and worry, which it has been for all of you. For some of you, it's been a full-time job. For all of you, it's been a full-time hobby. (laughs) Even as you strive to relax and Invite the light to shine through you and your life. You have had worry. Are you doing it fast enough, good enough, enough to help others? Did you miss anything? Surely you must be doing something wrong because this doesn't look that fun yet. No, this is still holding on to your side hobby of worry and anxiety, which does not allow you to feel the truth of how safe and secure you really are at all times. If you can't get to laying aside anxiety and worry for joyful expectation and wonder, 
perhaps start at least with curiosity and gratitude. Everyone can start there. Be curious. Why am I having stress about this? What's underneath that stress rock I've still got in here? And gratitude. Gratitude. Instantaneously displaces worry with love. Okay, my next tip. Embrace the values of the higher dimensions, which is your new and everlasting home. Drop the value that it's good to worry. You know, in your company at work, it can be seen as you are very responsible if you're a big worrier. It means no details going to get by you. But look at that. This has no place in the higher dimensions. You are simply valued for who you are. And all of your contributions stem naturally from that. Even look at it in your languages. When you have concern for someone else, it is seen that you have care for them. But be aware, care is care. Concern is trickery. You don't have to show care through concern. Now, many of you will really have to look at this one to find the deepest meaning I am offering you here. Care is care. And care is all of the light. You do not have to demonstrate something that taxes you, that drains you, that depletes you, that twists you, that causes you stress, strain, and worry to prove love ever. To love you love. You show your care. Next tip from Ashtar today. Accept once and for all that what you emanate, you draw towards you. (laughs) Yes, it is true. You know it. This is where I... When I came to prepare the channels for today's message and transmission, I showed them it's like wearing a big Velcro suit. And if you put on the Velcro suit of stress, then you attract to you everything that has Velcro sticky on it that is stress. And it all comes flying at you to your Velcro suit. And you're walking around, can barely move because... You put on your stress suit, and all the stress is now Velcroed to you. But it's just Velcro. It's not cement. Get a new Velcro suit. Wake up and say in the morning, Today, 
I live for love. Okay, you now have a love Velcro suit. And the more you just say it in your own way, from your own heart, the better. You don't have to get words right or take notes on this. Your heart knows. You know the qualities you want to live by and to live with and to enjoy. Next, allow the discomfort that you feel when experiencing something new or something totally in the unknown. Allow that to relax a bit. You don't need to go into this bright new day with your teeth clenched, white-knuckling it all the way. That won't really let you enjoy what is on the horizon, just minutes, hours, and days in front of you. Instead of this understandable anxiety you've had about the unknown, why? Because so often on the surface of Earth, you enter situations in the unknown or that are new, and you are faced with, Violence of some kind or another. Because even if you entered into it with your heart wide open and your expectations high and you were hit with something painful, it's understandable then why you would not enjoy the unknown. But that is not where we are now. And this one is where you can do a tremendous service to others by reclaiming the unknown as it truly is. The creative potential of God where if you face it with interest and adventure and a willingness to let it be marvelous. You will not only change life immediately and permanently for yourself, but for all of those around you on the surface of earth. Let fear be done. A couple more points from me today. I hope and trust this is helping you to restore the deep feeling of safety and security that is forevermore yours. My next tip is relax your body. Just grab a hold of some little technique that works for you. Breathe. Draw your loving attention or the violet flame to the part of your body that's not relaxed. Wiggle your toes. Call upon Mother Earth. Sing a song. Whatever works, relax your physical body. 
take time each day, whether it's a five-minute walk outside, of extra few minutes in the shower, a few minutes more playing with your children or loving on your animals and letting them love on you. It's important now that you consciously choose to relax your physical body. This is one important way to give back to Mother Earth, for she is holding that vibration for you, and you will tune right into it if you choose to meet and join her and help her with this. Finally, perspective is everything around feeling safe and secure. These points, these keys to the kingdom that I've given you today all paint a clear picture. You are always safe and secure. And I have an assignment for you, should you take it up. Contemplate this. You are always safe and secure until it is clear and true for you. As you do, I will hold this truth, as will your loving teams. Now, I've asked Christine to come and give you all a clearing of your land and your homes and your animals and your family and and uh, what she does out here on the New York farm, sometimes many times a day according to the assignments and work they're completing with us. And she calls it the clean sweep and regrid. <laughs> now again, it doesn't matter that you get what she does exactly you may invent your own, and it will be just as effective if you do it with the same intention and from your heart, using your imagination. So, notice this isn't done out of fear, or to cause a separation, or hide away, or a barrier between some kind of dangerous villain. This is more like, let's say, soon after the RV, the global currency reset has gone, and all of you are pouring the energy of money and freedom and prosperity into projects, such as cleaning up a neighborhood, a whole neighborhood. And in order to do that, you must, at some point, clean things up literally and beautify them and make them of the quality of the new neighborhood that everyone will enjoy, that will benefit and serve all. Well, this clean sweep and regrid is very much like that. It's staking a claim for the space you live in that is shining, intact, in alignment with the new crystalline grid, 
filled with mother and father's love and humming with harmony, unity, and joy. So, I will pass the talking stick now to Christine so you can do your clean sweep and regrid, all of you, right now. Thank you for being together on this day, family. This day is a touching day. As you know, many of you know, it is 9-11, and it is the day that Nassara was scheduled to be released all those years ago. So I did push my way to the front of the line of who would come and speak with you today on this day. In the name of life, the Freedom and Prosperity Programs, the light workers, and all upon earth, I stand with you, as does the Galactic Federation of Light. I am your Ashtar. Steady, steady as she goes. Salute. Christine? Oh, thank you, Ashtar. <laughs> thank you, Christine. Oops, it's Christine. <laughs> Sometimes it tickles and coughs as they pull back a bit <laughs> or come in for a landing. <laughs> okay, everybody. Woo! <laughs> thank you, Ashtar. All right, here we go. Everybody, just get relaxed. <laughs> You don't have to have eyes open or closed or be in any particular mood or center first. (laughs) We already know that our intention, because we set it out every day when we fortify and light up our pillars of light, is to do things for the highest good of all. And that we choose now to work only with beings of the fifth dimension and higher. So first, We're going to express our loving respect for roommates, those who live near us, with us, family members. They are on their own life plan, which we would not disrupt. So we offer this clean sweep and regritting as just a a gift, but we ask their higher selves to be present. All those we live with, our animals, every conscious sentient being, that their higher selves please allow what is appropriate for their life plan as we shine up the neighborhood. Okay. So, in the name of Mother and Father God, we begin. First, I call in the sweeper angels, (laughs) and you will see them pouring in. They like to make us laugh, so they often show up with with brooms, and (laughs) they begin what's called the clean sweep, and we ask that everything in our own pillars of light, on the land we live in, in our home, everywhere that is appropriate within our domain, 
And if we don't, quote, own the land, that's all right. We may say in dominion, this land we live on, we claim in the name of Mother Earth. And we ask the sweepers to begin a big, clean sweep, getting everything that is not fifth dimensional and higher, all cleaned up. And we offer ourselves to do all the deep diving we may need to do to maintain it this way and to offer wholeheartedly our assistance as well from this side of things. So here come the clean sweepers. Now, simultaneously, I do also call in, please, the light architects. As the clean sweepers are getting every energy dropping egg, bit, uh, gear, you know, (laughs) that is both etheric and actual (laughs) out of our space to be returned to the sea of light. We also ask the light architects to come and rebuild the structure of light around us that we live through. Please upgrade our pillars of light as much as allowed and some more after that. (laughs) And please repair any rips, tears, cracks, holes in the etheric realm that do not serve the highest good of all, and including our own energy fields, our own auras, our own safety chambers. Please repair it now. We also ask that each of us ask individually in our hearts that our own healing teams, our own Galactic Federation of Light and Angelic Safety Teams, please also clear, repair, and upgrade at this time. Now, when all of that is complete and everything is shined up, polished up, we ask that Mother God come and pour her love as a coating on everything. Absolutely everything. And we devote ourselves as best we can in love and laughter to maintaining this gift from our Mother God. And last but not least, we ask that Ashtar and Archangel Michael come and put new let's call them safety and security codes into our pillars of light, into the beautiful pillars of light that form around the land we live on, in our homes, around our animals, and is allowed by their higher selves, family members, roommates, loves, beloveds. And only Ashtar and Archangel Michael, please give these codes so that they may remain as stable as possible. And from this sunshiny vista, we now live and we uphold Ashtar's lessons today to the best of our ability and then some Mm -hmm. to live free 
Set aside anxiety, worry, fear, stress, and we do embrace each other and this new day. Then I say to the angelic teams, please let me know once everything is completed for everyone on this call now and in the future. I'll give it a quick peek, make sure everything's all shiny and zipped up from here, although I know it always is. And... I tell you, I love you. Thank you for being together today, family. Our next show will be when the company of heaven says to give it, possibly tomorrow. We are on standby, same as you. (laughs) You are loved and you are love. Namaste, all. Namaste, all. Thank you. Thank you, Christine. Thank you, Ashtar. Why be afraid if I'm not alone? Life is never easy.